0: I'm Scott Hanson with NFL Red Zone, and you are listening to the Gridiron Gentlemen.
1: Hello and welcome to part one of this week's Gridiron Gentlemen podcast, or as I'd like to call it, the five-hour epic that is about to take place because everything happened in the NFL since the last podcast. Uh, joining us for this one, we have Simon. Simon, how's it going?
0: I'm thinking we should delay this and record it in four days' time, because it's all going to happen this week as well, isn't it?
1: I think so as well. Mm. Uh, currently, as we're recording this, Odell Beckham's not on a team. Um, I don't think that will last. Hard to I'm notice, to ha- be fair. Yeah, I'm hoping that will, will be uh, resolved prior to the end of the podcast, at least. It won't.
2: No, I don't think so either.
1: We have James. James, how's it going?
2: I'm fine. I'm back from my bout of horrendous man flu. There you go. Nearly killed me. Yeah. yeah. At
1: some point, it's just regular flu.
2: No, uh, it wasn't regular flu. I've had regular flu. I went to hospital with regular flu. Mm. It wasn't regular flu. It was nothing like regular flu. It was man flu, which is pathetic. It's just a couple.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we have Phil joining us. Phil, thank you for joining us, buddy. How's it going? I'm good, thank you. Thank
3: you for having me back on.
1: No, anytime, anytime. yeah. <laughs> um
3: The only one would be that I'm here. <laughs> I'm always happy to see <coughs> you, Phil.
1: I'm happy.
3: Yes, I know you are, James. It's the bald one yes. that I think might be more concerned.
1: Oh Simon, cool.
3: Yeah.
0: Um so I'm um... not bald, it's just very short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my dad says that too. And very far back. <laughs>
1: I'm just sit back and let you guys have at it. Nothing's <laughs> happened in the
0: NFL this week anyway. Nothing worth talking about. So I was about distracted. Larry. I was just checking the standings in the NFC West. For the last week, I'm able to do it. <laughs> Where do we want
1: to start? Like, this week's been... Do you, you know when there's like weeks in the off-season when we're like, and uh, the Falcons claimed a punter. So that's nice.
2: And then there's and, weeks like this, isn't
1: there? Yeah, where everything happens. Like when the minor footnotes are that Odell Beckham was released and the Von Miller joined the Rams. Now, admittedly, that Von Miller joined the Rams, I think, by the last podcast, but only just. And um, this week's kind of gone crazy. We had the, the, the start of the whole Aaron Rodgers situation, which exploded after we recorded our podcast last week. And then we had one of the craziest weeks of, of NFL football I've ever seen. Mm. Um and then Monday night football capped it off with some t- true craziness as well. So where do we want to start with this? Do we did we get the Aaron Rodgers stuff out of the
2: way? I was about to say we can go in alphabetical order so we can go Ah Aaron Rodgers. <laughs>
1: okay, no worries. So, I mean, the the, the most up-to-date this has been is obviously the one media outlet that he seems to speak to is the Pat McAfee podcast. Um, And um, he's come out and said, uh, I will find the exact quote. I think that's probably the right way to do it. But since the last podcast, what's happened is he's uh, claimed he was being cancelled. He said he was listening to um, the Joe Rogan podcast for advice. And um, he said that doctors had told him that um, it was something along the lines that doctors, he believed, had lied to him about uh, the vaccine 100% curing COVID. Uh, And it sounds like a lot of nonsense to me. But he's come back with a more measured response today. And it is more measured. Whether I agree with it or not, it is definitely more measured. Um, But it's still pretty much for me i'm sorry that you're offended by this he hasn't backed down on any of his any of his opinions which are interesting stupid. to say the least they are they are quite stupid and it's one of those things where i i think that he's he seems to have garnered a fair amount of support from some people that think that these are his opinions, and just because I have different opinions, he's entitled to his own opinions, which you're absolutely, is absolutely the case. That's, that's definitely the case. Unless those opinions are quite dangerous, like deciding to take a holistic approach to COVID uh, virus, which spreads from person to person uh, rather than uh, getting the vaccine, and then misleading people into believing he's had the vaccine, which is quite dangerous. Now, I would imagine a lot of these people were quite mad with some of the stuff Cole Beasley was saying at the start of the season as well. Mm. Um, so at some point you have to think is Cole Beasley I mean what Cole Beasley was saying was just an opinion like everyone knew where he stood, everyone knew what he was saying and as much as I disagree with it and I do disagree with it he should definitely get the bloody vaccine at at least he's not I don't
3: know there's something a bit sort of Slimy about the way Aaron Rodgers has sort of mm. this has all come out, mm. and that he was trying to sort of hide it and not be upfront about his views and so forth. You know, he was no, he was like, Oh, I've been immunized. He was trying to hide behind basically behind wordplay mm. instead yeah. of actually just outright saying, No, I haven't had the vaccine because I don't want to
0: get it. No, he's allergic. Uh, No, no, it makes him impotent. No, uh, no, he's butchered. I hope he is impotent. I I can't remember what the real reason is, because nobody knows what the real reason is, because Aaron might tell us.
1: Um, As far as I'm concerned, we've seen enough quarterbacks, particularly quarterbacks, because they're the ones that get asked the, the, the difficult questions, basically. We've seen enough players in the NFL get questioned about their vaccine status in which a lot of them tend to ask answer it's a personal opinion it's a personal choice which generally means they've not had it because uh, the ones that have had it have come and gone of course I've had the vaccine yeah, there's I'm a global stupid. pandemic happening at the yeah. moment <laughs> and this was the sensible thing to do to stop my loved ones getting it um what you mean there's a 1 in a million chance of me um uh uh having issues with it it's not even 1 million it's one in like it's, 10 million yeah. or something silly yeah. like that is it's, um, but at the same time I can protect my loved ones probably the way to go isn't it but the, the the players that don't get it tend to be and we've been banging on about this for over a year now the ones that don't get the vaccine tend to be the ones that say tend to be a bit more cagey about it um, for obvious reasons um, but they all say they're doing the research or they've done the research and it's amazing when they're called out that all of a sudden they start doing the research a lot quicker, almost like they weren't doing any research in the first place and just
0: listening to, I don't know, Joe Rogan. Aaron read 500 pages of research.
3: Did he now? Kyrie Irving's manifesto on how his sage will help him from not getting it.
0: He probably should have just turned to the ingredients page to start with to check whether he was allergic or not.
1: Yeah, what if he was allergic to the the, the uh, holistic remedies? Yeah, didn't even think about that. I'm sure he did his research into that, though. Oh yeah, so absolutely that's fine. Um, for those those that, that are genuinely bored of the situation, we will stop uh, talking about Aaron Rodgers soon. But we do need to talk about it because it is important that he is essentially well, still peddling misinformation. <laughs> And although it is an opinion, it's an, a very dangerous opinion that actually could be quite harmful to people.
2: I, I, I don't know how much weight his words will hold with people of, of average to above-average intelligence, because after, after, like, holistic hipper hostage video one, yeah, you know, he was quite vehement and quite sort of mm. defiant. And then, obviously, it's been someone said to him, yeah, but your behaviour is the behaviour of a person who was actually not proud of... What you stood for he yeah. was actually trying to hide it and knew what you were doing was wrong and then holistic hip hostage video too. he climbs down from his perch but he's still arrogant enough to sort of say well these are still my beliefs man
4: yeah.
2: um so i think he, he kind of cost himself himself an awful lot of sort of supporters who who are put off by his, how duplicitous he is at least he was consistently um stupid <laughs> um but um i think i think He's openly stupid
4: about it. Yeah. Hmm. yeah.
1: But yeah. I, I don't don't get me wrong. He is an idiot. Cole Beasley is an idiot. But um. And and I, I have no respect for his his opinions at all. In in this instance, at least. But th- this is this is his latest comment, and this is the one that I think I think he would have just come out and said this in the first place. It would probably be alright But now it's 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 almost doubling down. I think. But I think mm. it will probably go away um he says i acknowledge that i made some comments that people might have felt were misleading to anybody who felt misled by those comments i take full responsibility
2: uh but that's even passive aggressive in the way that if you look at this is the actual wording of mm. it the wording yeah. is i'm sorry if people felt they were exactly misleading. it's i'm sorry you're offended by it it is i'm sorry that. if you feel misled insinuating that the the person absorbing what he's saying to them isn't intelligent enough to read the nuance in what he's saying. Yeah. But no, Aaron, you just weren't clear. And you were deliberately not clear.
1: Uh, i tell you what, uh, Kareem Jaljabar put up a uh, article about this. It says, his lies, his illogical defence and his hubris damage all professional athletes. Yay!
3: I've well read done, the, the whole thing. It's brilliant. He absolutely yeah, takes it imagine. to task.
1: Really? It's fantastic. I'm actually a uh, red taker. But um, I think it's... I say, I think it's... There's an arrogance to all of this that, that that I don't necessarily even blame him for. I think if you've had an entire fan base, and I'm not just saying this about the Green Bay Packers, I'm saying this, this in any situation, if, if you've had an entire career where everyone has been telling you you're great, where even the mistakes that were made were made by other people, not you, like you're you're fine okay <laughs> hall of famer aaron Rodgers, you're fine you've never done anything wrong like we trust you you're the quarterback you're a, you're a smart guy as well we've seen you on the field make uh, those quick snap decisions when there's 12 men on the field so you're clearly a smart guy we trust you aaron we trust you to lead the franchise Now, mike mccarthy's in the wrong and don't get me wrong mike mccarthy was definitely in the wrong but it's not you aaron if you've had that for i mean when did he come into the league Long yeah. time
0: ago. 2000s.
1: Yeah, okay. If you've had that for at least that long, then you're going to start to believe your own nonsense at some point, aren't you? <clears throat> um, and I don't necessarily. So I don't blame him for believing his opinions are uh, faultless. Because and he's would- been kind of told that that's the case for however
4: long
0: i wouldn't mind betting as well part of his thought process and it will have been a conscious mm. thought process if he's that cerebral yeah. yeah i don't actually think he is but he wants us all to believe he is part of his either. conscious thought process will have been well the league won't do anything because i'm untouchable mm. for the league because i'm a star product hmm So I probably won't face any ramifications for this in terms of suspension or discipline if this comes out prior to the end of the season. Hmm. And it would appear that he's right. Because that's all gone very quiet as well because the league were allegedly investigating Green Bay's COVID protocols and processes in relation to Aaron Rodgers and we've heard about as much on that as we have the Washington football team investigation. We, we've heard nothing about
1: Aaron Rodgers facing any kind of uh, issues when he comes back either. No. I think they're just going to kind of... Well, I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with that either. I think that it's... I, I, I don't necessarily think he uh, he needs to be suspended or anything even though he probably should be for some of the like being in other team stadiums not and breaking the vaccine break, breaking the um the COVID policies is probably yeah, worth his assumption
4: yeah,
0: yeah that too I'm not suggesting yeah. you make an example of him yeah so to speak yeah. but there is a well written COVID protocol discipline document in existence and has been since the outbreak make sure you apply it as it should yeah. be applied don't turn to page 724 where it says clause 3 unless it's a star player like rodgers or mahomes or i'm not suggesting mahomes isn't vaccinated but you know if it's if it's one of the big ticket names then none of this applies mm. that that's where the nfl loses its credibility
1: we'll just look at lamar jackson who felt pressured to go and get the vaccine and he absolutely should go get the vaccine everyone should go get the vaccine yeah. but he felt pressured from a few questions in interviews to go to go get it done so like if he's like looking at this and then Aaron Rodgers comes back and by week 12 we're not talking about this anymore Lamar Jackson's probably going well you know funnily enough I'm fine weird to have that happened yeah. but um why has he not faced any kind of consequences from this? I, 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 I at the same time don't believe he should be suspended because honestly, I think all you're doing is kind of kicking the hornet's nest at that point anyway. Yeah, but and I'd I be some kind of fine or something like that. Yeah,
0: I don't think suspending him yeah. actually doesn't solve anything, does it? It doesn't no. change anything. Hmm. But then you could argue oh, you well finding him doesn't either you could suspend him for the next game (laughs) (laughs) well
1: the 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 latest on that is that he's unsure whether he's actually going to clear covid protocol by that game yes i have seen that yes Mm. so he might not play in which case you've got jordan love again you
2: know because i can't help but wonder um and i haven't really looked too deeply into this is because just at the moment the, the sight of him makes me want to spontaneously vomit um but um mm. it's very interesting i wonder if when they investigate gated mm. or while they are investigating yeah, right um they found they they could identify whether the packers were complicit or not because it would be very interesting if it, if it came to light that the Packers were complicit in concealing his true vaccination status, that would be gold. That would be that would be like we're mm. going to dock this you is... points.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree.
2: Going... Like yeah.
1: but I I don't know whether they've been Nuts. complicit or just willfully ignorant. We're just
2: yeah. But yeah. if there's protocols to stick <clears> to <throat> and safety measures to stick to, and then. You're... Then, by mm. not being thorough are by virtue potentially yeah. being complicit
1: this is interesting
2: <clears throat> Pat- especially if you are not being 100% compliant yeah. with just yeah, one player. A very
1: specific player Yeah. Uh, Pat McAfee asked Aaron Rogers yeah. which doctor he consulted besides Dr Joe Rogan, Rogers said I definitely talked with about a dozen friends of mine who dealt with Covid and then said hate is not going to bring us out of this pandemic <coughs>
4: What?
3: Yeah. That's, what? That's not a statement. That's nothing.
2: Um, How many spoken? Uh, yeah,
1: this, this that was from his original. Uh, one I, I'm guessing. No, it's November 9th today, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Uh, Stern, no I'm not going to read what Howard Stern said. Um, but it's um, it's it's it's. Yeah, he's right, though. Hate won't bring us out this. Vaccines probably will, though. Um. Anyway, should we move on? Talk about actual products on the field. Well, That's, that's not much better, is it? Not this week. <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining. Well, it depends who you are. James obviously probably feels quite good about it, I'd imagine.
4: Idea how that
2: happened. Um, I don't know. It, it's like something. Something possessed Dak Prescott mm. and told him to play, like, yeah, terribly. Or I, just it wasn't well. just.
1: I mean, it was a combination of things, wasn't it? But it was. Dak didn't play well.
2: There's some things that that, that kind of, the approach the Broncos took that that, that kind of mm. worked very well, particularly defensively. But it, also at the same time, Dak. Dan, hmm. coming back from the calf injury just wasn't quite yeah. back
1: yeah i didn't really uh it wasn't wasn't great and obviously they had some movement on the offensive line as well which won't have helped but it wasn't um i don't think the line played that badly i just think it was it just like seemed a perfect storm didn't it and the broncos defense was just everywhere as well
2: well it was weird the like, yeah. 22 went up this afternoon and i'm, I'm a couple of yeah. drives into that game and and all i'm noticing on passing downs is that th- th- yeah. they're playing a high percentage man coverage yeah and no one's open <laughs> and that, that, that that's like oh okay that's that that's a great start and i, I was looking at like the first five or six pass plays and, and like if you're going to complete something it's like you, you have mm. to put it on them there's no margin to error because it's so well yeah,
1: they covered. Didn't, it, they just left nothing on the field. I thought, like mm-hmm. Justin Simmons continues to be just an outstanding player. I mean, he's been outstanding for a while, but but this game he really kind of stood out for.
4: A... It was
2: oh. that first fourth down as well, the fourth and one, yeah. where he just comes downhill in the gap into basically the yeah. predetermined cutback lane for that run. Just is bang on time as Zeke is cutting back. Vic's probably thinking, yeah. "Well, I've got this cutback line. Oh, it's closed. Oh, and there's just Simmons, closed and, closed. and oh, I'm going to the floor. And oh, oh." It was just it. Oh. Um,
1: so many teams did just enough to win games. I mean, obviously, we'll get to another team that did just enough to win a game in one of the craziest games I think I've seen in a long time. But um, but yeah, the Broncos obviously have played a very good game of football.
0: What the hell was Mike McCarthy doing anyway, leaving Dak in there? Don't don't. don't give me that rubbish mic about we wanted to give Dak some two minute football Dak Prescott Mm. knows how to run a two minute drill he's not a rookie Mm. you're 30 points down, there's four minutes left in the game and you're still putting your injured starting quarterback, who's missed a fair chunk of the last two seasons Mm. out there to do what? (laughs) It's just boneheaded decision, absolutely ridiculous that could have completely derailed their season.
1: Yeah, they did uh, get somewhat. <sighs> it was—I mean, there was no coming back from it at that point, was there? As well, no. So Yeah, you. I mean, four months. minutes,
0: thirty points down, and and saying after the fact, "Oh well, you know, we wanted to get Dak some two-minute drill." If it was a rookie, no. I could understand that, but Dak knows how to run a two-minute drill. It's, you know, he doesn't need the practice at that. And if he does need the practice at that, hey, guess what? There's a thing you do during the week called, um, oh, that's right, practice. Very true. Yeah. Um, it was just, um,
1: just like one of those performances where everything just kind of goes right, though, wasn't it? Even Teddy played it. I had a good game, I thought, as well. Yeah. 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 And yeah. your love of Javante Williams james
2: oh when yeah. C. javante williams turned up um he was given 17 carries and and and, and predictably enough he, he broke amazing. like 24 so tackles really really
1: good in that game as well
2: yeah as two running backs that are effective it's also nice to know that when melvin gordon finally yeah. go, we have a really cheap guy <laughs> um,
4: so that,
2: that was fun um but there were some crazy results. I still don't understand how the Bills um, didn't
1: win. I don't... Football Outsiders have Josh Allen, that Josh Allen performance as one of the worst quarterback performances of the year. Which they obviously take into account a lot of strength of opponent. That's like their deal, isn't it, pretty much? So, um, yeah.
2: yeah. Lots of stuff like EPA and FC and, and yeah, it, it, it was no. not no, it
1: really wasn't. What, what do you think, Phil?
3: Nice. I, I liked watching the Josh Allen bowl. That was fun. <laughs> <Josh> <laughs> it's Allen crazy. Sacks I, Josh I, Allen. I, yeah. Josh Allen intercepts Josh Allen. Josh Allen forced fumbles. up Josh What?
1: It, he tackled Allen. him in the open field as well. Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's... It question, which Josh Allen did the most to sabotage Josh Allen? Was it Josh Allen that sabotaged Josh Allen, or was it Josh Allen that sabotaged Josh Allen? I mean, who knows? (laughs) The answer is (laughs) both of them.
1: This is a nothing stat. It just says, uh, Josh Allen is 1-9 and in his career with games of 2-plus interceptions. I'd imagine most quarterbacks are. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I I think that's pretty much consistently most quarterbacks. Josh
1: Allen, like, 31 and 40, 47 yeah 31 and 47 264 yards
2: five carries for 50 yards
1: oh
4: it's yeah.
2: the yards per attempt that's the worrying thing when you yards per attempt and force him to create short completions it kind of it limits him a bit it frustrates him a bit and you know i think but, but there's I just that yeah. he just didn't play. it. I think credit cool well, credit right? to the Jags as well. But the be. Jags
1: defense needs a ton of credit. They held the Buffalo Bills to six points. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm the Jags, I'm still thinking we can't believe we beat the Buffalo Bills, the number one ranked team in the AFC.
0: Still, we did only score nine points. We should probably <laughs> look at that. Well, at least the field goal kicking's improving. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yes. accentuate the positives.
3: Yeah. It's all right. He can get us into field goal range. That's all we need.
1: <laughs> I think Trevor Lawrence showed quite showed some guts in this one as well. Uh apparently uh, the most statistically perfect quarterback this week is CJ Bethard. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> In the yeah, for of of three yards. It's, it's
0: the only way you'll get CJ Bethard being statistically the <laughs> like, most proficient. Trust me, not having
3: flashbacks. Kirk. <laughs> Christian Kirk was one of one for about thirty-three
1: yards. I there you go. Thanks, Phil. Exactly. Same <laughs> as yeah. Oh yeah, he was the playing as the, the, the ninth. That's good. why that was a Pass. <laughs> James. Yeah. Both quarterbacks <laughs> sorry I'll let you speak now James oh, there's a delay both it's court- winding me up go on sorry James
2: <laughs> both quarterbacks gabbited and by um, the verb to gabbit which is to um, complete mm. passes for fewer than five yards per attempt Trevor Lawrence it in 26 attempts threw for 118 yeah, yards right. um, just under four yards per attempt that's that's scary. That must, that, that, that's the most boring, boring passing display you will have ever seen. It's and almost yet, like he has a coach doesn't want to be there.
1: Yeah, and yet these are the kind of performances that are going to keep Urban Meyer in a job.
0: Nobody wants that. Nah. I, no. How smug Apart did from Urban look? Meyer. This time expired, though.
2: I, mean, I don't think <laughs> Urban Meyer wants that, that really. He wants to
0: separate the... Uh,
2: being fired paycheck as we he wants yeah he wants a big fat paycheck and you know sort of a little yeah. $5,000 voucher for <laughs> booters really.
4: we yeah, can uh, you know. we
2: can
1: offer him uh, yeah a £10 gift voucher for Diamond and Lace in Watford
0: um, nice. it's, uh, a discount um, on our only fats.
1: yeah there you go yeah well no is, that, this is that
0: place mm-hmm. as seedy as it sounds Dan I've never been. Ah, damn, he didn't fall for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I I've I've um I've never been, and there's definitely no stories about it. So that's the important thing. Nope. No. Stories nope. Absolutely no Um stories. so um <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the Jags can't get 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 by, by scoring nine points every week. So they probably need to look at doing something on offence at least. And I know the Bills defence is very good, but um they probably want
0: to uh look at scoring a few more points that probably Um, sums up how weird this week was that the jags can't get by scoring nine points every week only the week they play the buffalo bills
1: yeah arguably the best team in the afc Yeah. yeah
0: just weird 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 seven hours of football seven hours of commercial free football
1: um yeah it really was i'm just looking at the other results then um the Vikings can't ever catch a break, but also don't help themselves in any way, shape, or form. Yep. Uh, they should have put that game away, and they didn't instead. They played to try and win the game by a field goal against the team with a kicker that should be going into the Hall of Fame because he's very, very good.
3: He Not. is the greatest kicker of all time.
1: He could be, yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's he, very good at the very least.
3: The fact that almost... The fact that my phone automatically Mm. says as soon as I write Justin it goes mother... (laughs) It knows exactly what I'm going to write after I write Justin. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah, I'm... um, I just... The Vikings don't have much luck but then they just don't help themselves at all when it comes to the actual games anyway.
3: The issue with having Kirk Cousins as a quarterback, he's not bad, he's not bad enough to throw games away, but he's not gonna win you a game like that off of I don't some know. big throw.
1: You
4: know I he's don't not gonna it's... make
3: some kind of magic happen.
4: Oh, he's I good. Think
3: he he's solid. But he isn't magic.
1: But they were moving the ball up and down on, on on the Ravens. Like they he's got he's he's good enough to get the most of Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and Dalvin Cook was running all over the Ravens. So like Play to win the damn game, don't don't play to kick it, because you're gonna lose if that's the case. Because you're the Vikings and that's how you lose games. Anything else that stands out from this week?
3: The Jets are just pain.
1: <laughs> the Jets are I'm
3: Sorry, too. hashtag sorry Josh.
0: <laughs>
3: should, you cannot catch a break. Ties the game, mm. arm falls off. Yeah. Just yeah. That's great.
1: You had some hope, still, and then it died. Still, we uh, got a glimpse back into 2015 with Josh Johnson, so that's nice.
2: But yeah, it's like, it's like Phil says, it, it wasn't even like the way you expected the hope to be dashed. We all expected the hope to be dashed in mm. you know, the first snap of Mike White's second game, where he just immediately throws an interception. And then on his second attempt, throws mm. another interception, and then it's all over. No, no, no. He had to have a spurt of play that said, oh, this is for real. And then... He's good. Then, then it he's all comes. dead. Oh.
1: He, was, he was very good as well. He still... He still like Mike White has proved himself to the point where you know if he doesn't take another snap this season, there is going to be a team that's going to go, should we go get Mike White?
3: He's, he's going to get, get the high the treatment. Year. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to get the high exactly, treatment.
1: Yeah. And he's gonna go to a team in lay an egg yeah. egg oh yeah. because we've seen yeah we've Castle. seen a game and a half um
2: he is yeah. aj McCarran. there you go reborn <laughs> of aj mccarron rises right, is mike white <laughs> That's how they were introduced. To the Mike White graphic novel on page one. Um,
1: how how do we how are we feeling about Sam yeah. Donald this week? Speaking of Jets,
3: I'm surprised that Josh was oh. suffering huge PTSD flashbacks to his time at the Jets. Mm, that's crazy. It, that's what it looked like. It looked like Donald at the Jets again.
1: He did. It was awful. Right. right, James.
2: Oh, he doesn't like him, does he? Um no. he got he, he got pressured and he yeah. did he did, he just Donalded it. Donald you Donald he Donalds she Donalds they Donald. It's a verb now, which is the moment you get put under the slightest bit of pressure you, you crumple like a origami swan. Um no, he he he's back to to being skittish and seeing ghosts in the pocket and just instinctively reacting in ways that, that, that are just completely wrong for that relevant situation. And I think Bill set out to do that. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the mirage with Sam Darnold was a week one through four. It was schemed and put together so well and having Christian McCaffrey in there, you know, Joe Brady obviously started the season with an offense that had everybody kind of fooled. And just got found out. And he's been put into the microscope and he's not responded. I think what Sam Donald Do you is... think
1: this affects Joe Brady finding a job this season? I do as well. Yeah, it's gonna bit. have a little bit of an impact. Um I think it kinda should as well. Yeah. But the um the Panthers have kind of gone all out to it because I my, my belief is that the Panthers went all out because they think that, that Joe Brady and Phil Snow aren't going to be there anymore at the end of this season. And I think it's very possible that Phil Snow won't be.
0: But with Joe Brady, not so much. Would you reckon, Simon? Well, if the problem with Sam Darnold certainly wasn't Adam Gase, was it? That's not to say Adam Gase is absolved of all blame, but Sam Darnold probably wasn't wasted in New York put it that way. Um, And Joe Brady probably hasn't got much more than the first four pages of the playbook we've already seen, because he's not really doing much to try and keep ahead of the curve, is he? He's putting the same thing out there week after week, and teams have caught up to it.
1: I think it's very possible that, that he's slightly hamstrung by who he's got in at quarterback. So there's only so much he can do with Sam Darnold. Yeah. And Sam Darnold is throwing balls that are going to get his his wide receivers killed most of the time. Which yeah. is the real problem.
3: Yeah, it's there's a, there's a limitation thing, isn't it? You can only work with what you've got. And if what you've got is Sam Darnold playing like this, didn't. Yeah. I mean, and you haven't got your first choice running back for the entire game. Yeah. it, it, it Yeah. You're so limited at that point as to what you can actually do. And, okay, yeah, it probably means he's not going to get a head coaching gig this year, but... No. At least he won't lose. He probably won't lose his job this year either. What do you reckon the
1: Panthers should do at quarterback, James? Well, yeah. What are they going to do? Well, he's currently dead today.
2: Um, And he was asked yesterday, Matt Rule was asked yesterday if he thought Darnold was still the right quarterback for the part. And he sort of gave a a non-answer and said, well, right now we're just focused on him and his health. So it sounds to me like they're in the midst of trying to make a decision here about how to play out the rest of the season. But um, I think... It's time to do something else. It's time to try something else. Um, Donald without McCaffrey week, week and week has been mm. an abomination. And then now with McCaffrey, back, he's still not playing up to, up to expectation. And I think if it was anybody else, let's say Donald was picked in the second mm. or third round, he'd be done now. He'd be sat on the bench and someone else would be starting. And I think we've reached that point now where you have to pull that plug in. And see what you can you can do with your backups, and see what you can do with the offense. Because I get the sense that while the backups may not have the cachet and the physical talent of Sam Donald, I have a suspicion that they may be able to run the offense hmm. in a more efficient way. Or
0: well, they could sign least, Matt Barkley, is off- which is exactly what they are well, doing. Yeah, yeah, is it? Yeah, God, I don't sign signing off start. the Titans practice squad. It would yeah. Appear.
2: I think now's the time. You've got to pull the mm. plug. We now know what it is. I mean, you've got stuff yeah. on the sidelines from Sunday of yeah. players shouting at him. Yeah, Robbie Anderson was his letting own players. his thoughts name wasn't he? It's like, this is not great. This is not good. And I just think, I think Sam Donald's destined to become yeah. a sad story.
1: Me too it's shame it just didn't really work out and can't tell whether it was just like the early stages of his NFL career that just kind of it all kind of crumpled in or whether he's just never been good enough for the NFL hmm?
2: and james. well it's yeah. separate from the same thing that james Winston and Joss Rosen from they had such an amazing sort of first starting season in college football that they just kind of their reputation was built off of that and it took a while for everybody to realise, well, actually, hold on, that was the outlier, mm. what they are is what you saw after that. I, mean, yeah. it,
0: I suppose there is a case to yeah. argue that potentially Sam Darnold was ruined by the Jets, because if he didn't get the progression that he may have got elsewhere, it may be down to the Jets that will never know how good Sam Darnold could have been. But looking at him play this year, maybe we are seeing how good Sam Darnold can be.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole point of this was to test out... I mean, they they took his fifth-year option, didn't they? Mm. So they're paying Sam Darnold next year, which um, in hindsight seems like a bit of a mistake but I do understand that they were kind of seeing what they had in Sam Darnold, but yeah, it's not wonderful. And they're kind of hamstrung with what they can do next season as well, because they've given away an awful lot to try and bring in other players to surround them with. And there's just not a lot out there. I suppose free agency is going to be the the key, and whether they are now suddenly in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstake. I don't know. And whether the Aaron Rodgers yes. sweepstake is still a thing, Well, I also don't know.
3: What have they got to give up to get Rodgers? Oh, wait, hang on, is he a free agent at the end of this season? No. No. Then they ha- no, they would have to give something up, and the only thing they've got to give up is McCaffrey.
1: And would the Packers want McCaffrey? I mean, everyone would want McCaffrey. I mean, you, but you if-
3: obviously want him.
1: But-, yeah, but you've already got Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon.
3: Aaron like, Rogers also wouldn't want to go to a team where the best weapon has just been taken away from
1: him. Well, this is the Deshaun Watson problem. Uh, if you take out all of the legal problems that Deshaun Watson's okay. having, yeah, is that what There was a slightly f- different problem, for entirely Watson. different problem. Yeah, <laughs> but if you take out all the legal problems Deshaun Watson has, and you send him to a team that then gives up three first-round picks and a star player for him, then all of a sudden. You've sent him to a team that is probably in a roughly the same situation that Yeah, Texas you've just sent him to the, the same place years. in a exactly. different city Because no. you're not going to yeah. send him to a team that's been successful because they're not the teams that are willing to give up three first round picks no. to Sean Watson So, It's um, Yes It's a uh, not a great situation I think for the Panthers because they have mortgaged so much to be successful this season But there we go. James, your love of Baker Mayfield. Had a great game this week.
2: Hmm. Ah. So, Mm. addition by subtraction. So, there are some quarterbacks, right, who have been taught... Just to read what the defense hmm. gives you, and they naturally do, right? Yeah, yeah. Baker. That. He doesn't didn't throw the ball to Odell thirteen fourteen times a game, and yeah, there were occasions where he wouldn't didn't throw the ball to Odell that made me scratch my head. But for the most part, one of the things we loved about Baker Mayfield in his rookie year was was that he would. Complete tons and tons of passes to tons mm. and tons of different players you'd never heard of just because the guy was open because of what the defense was doing, and that's who he is. He just throws it to the next open guy. He did it at Oklahoma as well, you know, where he would have the choice of DD Westbrook, CD Lamb, or mm. Joe Mixon, or whoever to throw it to. So, you know, that's who he is, and I thought he he obviously. He was very diplomatic in his press conference about the Adele mm. stuff, and he was really quite nice about it. But I do you get the sense that he definitely walked into this game thinking, "I must not lay an egg. I must. I must. I must play really, really, really well today, just to make the point." And not only am I going to play really, really well, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to unload a bomb that travels 67 yards in the air to Donovan Peoples-Jones, of all people, just to show that I'm perfectly capable of throwing the ball a very, very long way and that I don't have a new alarm like OBJ's dad <laughs> says I do. But I, hmm. I, I thought he played really, really well. I think that's the Baker Mayfield that 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 I I always hope to see on game day and i was really it's, really pleased it's almost to see as
3: that. if a somewhat unwelcome distraction in the locker room had suddenly disappeared yeah like, uh, a,
2: like a weight has been lifted it was
1: there was moments after calvin johnson replied that stafford ret- replied retired when stafford was a bit like that as well like for the for the first part he of of, yeah. of him missing calvin johnson it was very much he was looking around looking for him, but then all of a sudden he remembered he had players like Golden Tate who were quite good and a surrounding cast, and it felt a bit like that, um, except more extreme because Stafford actually wanted Calvin Johnson there. <laughs> Whereas I don't think Baker Mayfield, was, <laughs> I think it got to a point where it's like, um, so uh, but OBJ's been saying some mean things about me, uh. All of his LSU friends are wearing uh, free, um, free Odell t-shirts, except for obviously the LSU players that were on the Browns because that would be weird. Um, <laughs> a- which there's a few of them on the Browns as well, isn't there? But um, anybody else feel like, like they were
0: a couple of weeks late with that.
1: What the free Odell thing? Yeah,
0: after he'd been placed on waivers, mm. it's like um, he has just been. Freed. <laughs> yeah, this, this
1: is pretty much the definition of that, to be fair.
0: Yeah. Mind you, he didn't do it's... himself much favours on waivers, did he? That's diff- harder to say than it should be. He kept it's... talking about the teams he wanted to join. Yeah, but he he made it clear through his team of mm. people, quote unquote, that if the wrong team claimed him on waivers, there would be issues. Mm. Well, of course, there'll be issues, Odell. It's you. Yeah. Yeah, he's a
1: bit special. He's a bit, yeah. He's he's never quite lived up to the hype, has he?
0: No, no. He he made one highlight reel catch. That's not to say he's not done anything else, but he made one highlight reel mm-hmm. catch on primetime football, yep. and has dined down on it ever since.
1: Yeah, and I think that actually hurt his career i'll stand by this that I think he was constantly trying to get back to that point where i don't know everyone kind of thought that that was what he was going to be every, every week and obviously he wanted to live up to that i think to a to a certain extent and never you're never going to that's always going to be a problem so yeah
3: try and make a play more difficult than it would need to be he'd try and yeah go for the exactly. more difficult way of doing something to try and get the highlight again rather mm. than just leap and catch the ball, you're an incredible athlete, all you need to yeah. do is literally run as fast as you can, jump really high, land and take off and they're not going to catch you
4: Yeah,
3: I agree. you could just score a bunch of touchdowns <laughs> any day you wanted to just do that, you don't have to try and do these superman diving one handed things every single time
1: um. Yeah, exactly. Should we talk about how uh, the Chiefs still have problems, even though they won the game?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always fun to beat up on the Chiefs. I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> so, oh, it's so for, the, for the most part. <laughs> yeah.
1: for the most part, I thought. I thought. Um, I get it. It's okay. I understand. Um, I the most part, I thought. um the Packers' defence had a very good game, for starters. But, they were helped in small part by the fact that the Chiefs just don't help themselves. So, I have personal reasons why I'm annoyed at this, but Tyreek Hill had 11 targets, of which he caught four of them.
0: Now, if only he caught four lo- more, i Dan.
1: Simon's laughing because I had a bet on about seven players getting six catches and then two players getting eight catches, which was Tyreek Hill and Cooper Cup and every single one of them got it except for Tyreek Hill and he had eleven targets and he only caught four of them um I'd have won about five hundred quid if if that would have, if it'd have just you know caught the other four passes
0: on the plus side it gave you an early night because you're only going to stay up and watch the late game if it was still alive although yeah. knowing you you probably stayed up and watched it anyway
1: yeah um, but um, it's, But it was even down to the fact that I was the only person excitedly watching the Texans-Dolphins game with, when the Texans had the ball like at, in the dying seconds and I'm like Brandon Cooks just needs one more pass can you just get the ball to him and the last player of the game was Tyrell Taylor heaving like a three yard pass to Brandon Cooks which is the most exciting three-yard pass I've ever seen because uh, I was still in the game at that point. But yeah, so thank you, uh, Brandon Cooks. But uh, the Chiefs still have problems, I think. The fact that they can't seem to activate Tyreek Hill in the way that they could. Um, this is a beaten-up Packers team, obviously, without their starting quarterback. I didn't think Jordan Love played an awful game. I think it's a little bit unfair that he would might consider that... That might be considered a problem. Um... Because he did eventually find uh Sorensen, Daniel Sorensen, and then did exploit him. So congratulations, uh, Jordan Love. You got the hang of playing quarterback against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. What'd you reckon though, James? Division rivals and all Uh
2: So they get they're facing loads of two high coverages which are limiting a lot of the deep stuff. Um some teams, what they're doing is they're showing two high shells and rolling safeties down to take away deep crosses, which is not mm. helping. So taking away, like I always talk about, the, the, the bender that the, you normally know, see, Tyreek Hill running from the number three position in trips. Stuff like that. Um, and what they're also doing is when teams are actually pressuring them, the Titans did mm. this. They did a lot of simulated pressure. And when they rushed Mahomes, what they were doing was they were rushing yeah. to contain so, if the thing, the thing about that, that offense is, and particularly with Mahomes, is if, if he can't get the ball out where it's supposed to go within two and a half seconds, what he, he desires to do as, as, as a mobile quarterback is to break the pocket, preferably running to his dominant side where he can get mm-hmm. out on the perimeter and throw the ball. Um, but the Titans didn't let him do that. They, they they forced him to step up into the pocket, which he's much less comfortable doing. Um, and what they were able to do in terms of the way they were able to sort of take away a lot of the intermediate and deep stuff the Chiefs wanted to do, they were really able to limit them and just, just shut them down. And teams are doing stuff like that to them to, to take all that away. So what I think the Chiefs need to go back to is kind of where they were... About five or six years ago, which is go back to again, sort of the RPO sort of running game and a little less of the, net, the straight ahead drop back passing, but actually in the RPO mm. game, yeah, run the ball more, and you might just find you can rebuild that offense again. Because if you can persuade defenses to actually not stay in a too high shell all the time, yeah,
1: it helps. It really helps. It's just it's just messy, isn't it? At the moment, it's just so not what we're used to from this this offense. Like it's a bit too much Patrick Mahomes and a little too much Andy Reid. It it, it.
2: well, the best bit of that game is actually towards the end. It's the first down that seals it. Where, like I say, he's able to actually break the pocket, gets the perimeter, ro- roll to his dominant mm-hmm. side, and make a play on the move. And, and then everybody just goes, that's vintage Mahomes. And that's the whole point of it. They just want to stop Mahomes doing Mahomes things. And you contain him in the pocket and force him to step up and force him to stay in there for mm. three seconds or more. So, yeah, I think that's the main thing the teams are managing to do is they're managing to pressure him far, far more. And, you know, the offensive line as well, it's not an amazing pass-blocking unit. It's a good run-blocking mm. unit, <laughs> potentially. Players like Trey Smith are are like just built to run block in the NFL, but whatever reason, they don't seem to be able to get that running game going with any real consistency. They're very creative in the way that they design their passing game, but they need to be a little bit more creative in Mm -hmm. how they design their running game, I feel. They should watch (laughs) more Coastal Carolina. It's the kind of thing they'll do as well. Coastal, Hmm. Coastal Carolina, that offense is amazing. I love it. The quarterback just... It's all served up on a plate for the quarterback, and all the quarterback has to do is do it beautifully. And luckily, mm. Grayson McCall executes that offense flawlessly. Interesting.
1: I haven't watched any Coastal Carolina. I I know you've been watching a load of them. It's
2: so oh, It's just like... You watch them just run that offense, and it's mm. like a juggernaut some games, and you're just like, that's so flawlessly efficient, and there's loads of like spread option stuff, and it's just... They always find a way to make defences mm. wrong. And it looks easy. And it's just like, yeah. Anyway, I, I digress.
1: Uh, any other thoughts on the Chiefs? Or the Packers?
0: I'm wondering... More and more, as the weeks go by, whether Patrick Mahomes has lost confidence in Andy Reid and Eric Biennemi. I wonder whether those first couple of losses in games that they thought they should win probably including the Super Bowl Hmm. um, Mahomes doesn't trust the system anymore because he seems to be hell-bent on trying to work outside of the system and it's, it's almost as though he's convinced himself that unless he makes it happen it's not going to happen rather than trusting... I'd be interested... I don't suppose we'd ever find out, but I'd be interested to know what percentage of Audible is going on at the moment with that Kansas City offence.
1: Yeah. But I just think plays break down. I don't even think it's like... how much he's controlling at the line of scrimmage. I just think plays break down, and as a result, he ends up having to do Patrick Mahone stuff. Um... And uh, it's it's um, as as great a quarterback as he is. You can't just rely on your own talents, and Phil will know that uh, from watching Russell Wilson play. Like as James has said previously, let Russ Cook isn't a uh, a, a tactic, but but um, it seems to be what no. they've gone with. There's a bit of that with uh, the Chiefs, and I don't necessarily think it's on the coaching in this instance.
3: Yeah, yeah I mean this is. This is why I I said in, I put in the question last week. If is anybody else noting noticing similarities, not just in the funny similarity of you winning a Super Bowl, then the next yeah. year losing the Super Bowl <laughs> to Tom Brady. You know, yeah. that could be a lot of quarterbacks at this point. But yeah, there's this. It it feels hmm. it does feel similar to the Russell Wilson thing, where it is he is trying to do it all himself yeah. a little bit too much. And you know he. There's almost this sort of slight lack of patience, I feel, from Mahomes in that he's just trying to force the big play. And if they get behind, which their defence mm. is liable to do, it's liable to give up points, he then feels like, well, I need to get it back all in one, as opposed to being patient with it and just... Slowly getting the ball up the field in a bunch of places. trying to get it
4: like, up through. the field.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything from week nine else? Anything else from week nine we want to talk about?
0: Even. No, officiating was pretty good this week. <laughs> pretty yeah, like goals, it, yeah. Nothing yeah, controversial from the refs <laughs> at all. Oh, sorry. yeah. Tony Carenti's a pillock.
2: <laughs> we'll get on to that in a second. James, sorry, what did you say? No, Tony Correnti. Have you seen on Twitter, Cam Chancellor has basically called Tony Correnti out, basically, essentially saying, Why don't you strap some pads on? Yeah. And we'll see how this ends. Oh, that, I,
1: I saw it. He said, If you want to hit someone, put some pads on and we'll see how it goes.
3: Yeah. Oh, fair. Play. A, you wouldn't last long against, against
1: Cam. Oh, he's not I miss Cam he's not a young man. So, yeah. So, uh,. Yeah, where do you want to start with this then?
3: you want to rant, Dan? See, I, I, do you I, want to I have have a I do and I don't.
1: Because um, the Bears lose games because they are a messy football team. They don't lose games because of officiating. And I will always say this, that if you put yourself in a situation to lose a game, you're going to lose a game. Uh, you, did, you, you almost deserve to lose a game if you don't put a team away in the first place. And as as great as it was seeing the Bears come back and then take the lead, the fact is they let the Steelers back into that game multiple occasions. There were numerous penalties that were the Bears' fault um, and they do deserve criticism for that because the team is sloppy and that comes down to coaching, I believe. Uh, and I want to talk about Justin Fields in a bit, if that's okay, but um, the... The egregious penalties in this one were unreal. So, let's start with the fact that he called taunting, okay? Even if nothing happened after that, um, Marsh did his usual, apparently, uh, high-kick celebration, which I thought looked really cool. Who was the gladiator that used to do that? Jet from Gladiator. Um, they look a bit different, obviously. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one one didn't wasn't responsible for some burdening teenage thoughts. Uh, but um <laughs> I was that's a mental image time. I didn't
0: need at this time. Or not. <laughs> oh
1: god. Um and um yeah so you're off you so,
0: th- you're you're wondering now, aren't you Dan? Come back to us.
1: <sighs> Gladiators in the nineties, eh? Um so um Red young. We need oh, stop it, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, he then walked towards the sideline and kind of did a kind of yeah, I just did that kind of motion.
0: He didn't he do was, anything. He stood he did, there and looked at
1: him. He did, yeah. I I thought he was doing it to the crowd, which I which apparently is fine by the way. Like, is absolutely fine. You can do yeah. anything you want. Yeah, to the crowd. you can taunt yeah. eighty
0: five thousand people just yeah. don't aim it at one in particular
1: yeah so then nothing was called then and at that point he was running back and then the ref moved back into him and then as soon as he did that he threw a flag that can I can only describe as someone starting a eight fifties dragster race um, and um, gave away a 15 yard penalty one of the weirdest situations I've, I've ever seen and just there's so much wrong with it, like I, I don't know where to start, someone else take over please no no, no,
3: we're enjoying it. I don't this. like the taunting
1: rule <laughs> so yeah,
3: I don't let's like start it. with
1: the fact that the taunting. taunting
3: rule... is one of the best parts of yeah. sport, I'm sorry but it is I've played sport my entire yeah. life being able to talk trash to other people that you've just dropped a basket on, scored a goal against whatever is the best part. Yeah. I love beating people and I love letting them know that I beat them. I'm a bad winner. Mm. It's what I am. Mm. So taking taunting away from the typical games, CX, yeah. It, Well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not gonna ninety nine percent of the time it's not gonna lead to a fight. No.
4: Yeah.
3: Because the other guy's gonna just do something back the next time. And he'll talk trash. That's how it works. Yeah, it goes back and forth. And then after the game, you shake hands. You go on with your lives. They all
1: shake hands at the end. Of the game. They swap jerseys for, for. I mean, it's just. It doesn't result in a fight.
3: Yeah. I. I the, the, the the fights and punch ups we've had have usually just come out of nowhere. To be honest with you, or if you've hit your, quarter, you know, someone's hit a quarterback at the wrong time. It's not when it's taunting. Yeah. It's when you do something dangerous.
1: We've said it before. That's when you get fights. Stop the fights. Don't stop the taunting. Like, go heavy on the fighting. Any kind of fighting, just just, just, just go, go heavy on it. Stop the fighting. Yeah. Because the whole point of this is because people outside of the NFL watch sports, young kids watch sports, and they don't want them to start taunting players. Okay, well, that's down to the coaching at their level. That's nonsense. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: Kids don't taunt anyway. Yeah.
1: And if they do, it's down to down <laughs> to awful coaching.
3: I, I coach like under-16s yeah. and under-18s, yeah. and they don't. No. Now, admittedly, that's because my team's quite good, and they're usually up by like 30, and they just well, not surely
1: they should be taunting more. <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's chess. Usually, <laughs> usually feel fairly bad at that
3: point. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Up. Oh, no, it's happening again.
1: <laughs> up by 30. I mean, they are playing golf, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> But, um... but they don't. They just don't no. do it.
3: Now, is that partially because it's a team from Yately and it's very middle class and a whole bunch of white kids? <laughs> Maybe. It's... But it's also just because they, they don't really know what to say. Against their own team, mm. like in training, occasionally they, they'll say something, but kids don't say stuff to people they don't know.
1: Here's, here's what I don't entirely understand. So it's okay and for kids to go out in pads and hit another player but it's not okay to say i just made a really good play there and i'm quite proud of that
0: by standing still sense. exactly yeah yes and it, heaven forbid
1: you show so it just thing. like all we're gonna get is nfl players make amazing plays and then just run back to the line that's boring we don't want
4: that yeah.
0: It's, it's, it just doesn't make any sense either. Nobody it's going to be that. the no fun <laughs> league, isn't it? But you're you're trying to ask players to strip out their journey as well, yeah. Because a lot of this is born from how bloody hard they've worked, quite frankly, and the sacrifices they've made to get to the pinnacle of the sport to do what they love doing to make it happen, to scrape onto an NFL team, and then drag three defenders for four yards for the first down when nobody believed they could do it, you then want them to put the ball down and walk away. Come on. Do me a favor. For the
1: average NFL career is, what, three years?
0: Yep, With 15 to 20 years of pre-work to get there. And you, so they, you um, know you don't, don't want these guys the, to a thing. lifetime yeah. of injuries yeah. after you don't want these guys to be invested come on mm. yeah ah oh, nonsense but
1: the 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 even if taunting was a great thing to actually call against this was nonsense oh yeah <laughs> this was absolute nonsense by any I measure mean, yeah I've never seen anything like this on on a, on a field um Now, yeah, the the Steelers did go and score a field goal from this, and the Bears did lose by a field goal, but at the same time, they did have a chance to to, to even up the game with another field goal that they missed. So, I'm not mad about the result. I'm mad that this happened.
3: They've made the game less entertaining. Yeah,
1: they're taking so much out
3: of it. They're taking the attention away from the play that's happening on the field. Who would have thought the team... The referees shouldn't Who'd have thought? Be that involved in the game's outcome. Oh, it should be the teams. Yeah. And if the teams screw up, the teams screw yeah. up, that's fine. It happens. It shouldn't be hmm. the rest shouldn't come into the conversation. You should barely notice the fact that they're.
1: There. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd have thought the team that would be doing being the most successful this year would be the Zebras? Um James, what do you reckon? Daunting. Yeah.
2: Yeah, why, why would you take it away? It, 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 if I'd worked out like three hours a day and practiced three times a week and been to this for like the first 20 years of my life yeah. the moment I run in my first touchdown in the NFL I'm going to do backflips.
4: <laughs> I'm
2: going to go hello mum and I'm going to run down the sideline with my middle finger in the air at the opposing side <laughs> <laughs> a This is my moment it is my perfect moment. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's I'm still maintaining. I've said it before, you know the Barry Sanders bullshit that everyone trots out? Well, Barry just used to hand it to the refs. That was the mm. ultimate taunting. Yeah. I've been here in this end zone so many times that he's actually lost all interest in me, so I'm just going to hand the ball to the refs because I'm going to be back again. Mm. And there's nothing you can do to stop me.
3: It's like the, uh, the classic... Mario Balotelli line of, oh, why don't you celebrate when you score goals? Does the postman deliver with to celebrate when he delivers the mail? No. I don't know, Phil. Do you? No.
1: Phil. Yeah, tell us. <laughs>
3: I barely deliver anything, really. I'm just gonna throw it at your house.
1: Ah, oh, no, you're just gonna you, fling it. You're not doing the stereotypes any good, there, Phil. <laughs> you don't seem to care. Um, so it's. <laughs> It's it's I mean, it's just one of those oh the the whole thing We're understaffed,
3: they're not firing.
1: <laughs> it's um it does annoy me. It did annoy me. Um however I did think the Bears played Well, the Bears defence was awful, but Justin Fields is looking pretty damn good. And that's that's at least two games in a row that I've thought that. So now I'm Not getting excited because I'm not allowing myself to get excited. However, I'm allowing myself the possibility that at some point I might get excited. So there's that. You're
0: you're getting excited about the possibility of getting excited.
1: That's all I'm going to allow myself, Simon.
0: It answers a lot of questions, Dan. Let's just leave it at that. Okay,
1: I mean, it's insight into my life, obviously, but Jet from Gladiator as well. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I I managed to. We don't need more of that. that. I don't (laughs) want to go back there. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about? The fact that however many shows we've done and however many years we've been doing this, Phil actually managed to drop Yately on a podcast. (laughs) 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 One thing I never thought I'd hear mentioned on the Gents podcast Yately. What's Yately? It's a place. Oh, okay. It's a little middle class towny. It's a,
1: very, thing. Oh, yeah. it's a very
0: British hamlety place.
3: Oh, really? Yes. Well, there we go. It's a private school. Oh, I see. Play basketball at he the private school. He only gets in because oh. he's got the postman's van.
2: <laughs> I went to school down the road from a private school, and, mm. and the school I went to was continually having massive fights with the private school. I just happen to th- it's just potentially Bill, the team of kids that you coach might just be good kids. Yeah, but at least they fight by Queensbury rules being a private school. They used to fight with them. They used to they used to flick their cigarettes at your face and everything.
1: <laughs>
2: first years. Sorry, year sevens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay then. Oh, we should probably talk about the Titans. They're quite good. Like they they won a game without Derrick Henry against the LA Rams. Matt Stafford, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Stafford. not oh, necessarily God. looking like the MVP this this game. Admittedly,
3: nobody's held Josh. He'll get really angry. Yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I thought that the Titans are. I mean, they are in that kind of bubble of. AFC teams that all stand a chance of winning or being the best team in the AFC, aren't they really? Now, no,
0: okay, yeah, no,
1: we agree. Yeah, I I think they're quite good. But what's most impressive is that defense has gone from being um, pretty tough to watch last year to being really, really good. Where did that come from? Um, I'm guessing they just maybe Bud Dupree's really good, like. But it's not just Bud Dupree, is it? Like it's like everyone seems to have stepped up this season. Um it's possible (laughs) coaching, I suppose.
2: They're getting more consistent pressure, which is really helping.
1: Yeah. Also the secondary's playing very well.
2: Yes. As well. Uh, Well,
1: Harold Landry's having an outstanding season as well. And Jeffrey Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons
2: was amazing on Sunday.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, he was really good.
2: I think the only other thing that we do need to just mention at this point. By the way, this many weeks into the season, is it does actually appear that the NFL is just having a massive nervous breakdown?
1: I, I can't tell. Does this happen every year? Is there always a week where it's like
2: where it's where it's like this every season, and we just forget? No, I'm talking. I'm talking like if you think about all the stuff that's happened in the last three or four weeks, it's like the NFL has just had a massive breakdown. We fired a coach for racist emails. We've had a quarterback lie about his vaccination status. Hmm. We've got referees deciding that they want to get stuck into the players and then throw flags at them. We've got the Bills losing to the Jags. I mean, the entire NFL just appears to have gotten very, very drunk and had a massive breakdown.
1: Yeah, which kind of means we are
2: probably do a boring week, right? We had a boring week. In the same hmm. week that we lost a coach because of racist emails, I just think it's having a breakdown. Yeah, maybe. I just it's... I just want to know what's next. Um,
1: well, Odell Beckham is what's next. To figure out where he's gone, I suppose.
3: Yeah, wherever he lands and causes some kind of implosion. Yeah, basically,
1: <laughs> An hour and a half to do it.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Is it all? Yeah, if he could. Yep. Yeah. Um, An hour and a half. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Hopefully, yeah. Let's, 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 let's try and keep it to that. Um, Didn't the Giants win a game? The Giants won a game. Yeah, exactly.
2: We are through the looking glass now. Looked quite good Jack- doing it as well. I thought the, the, against the, well, the Raiders, which made me really. Happy.
3: oh yeah. It was the Daniel Jones is going to continue to be a starter
2: game, wasn't it? Yeah,
3: because he's done
1: enough. Daniel Jones yeah. is having a good season.
0: It's the mm. supporting cast that's failing him.
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. Kadarius Tony, who's having an entire season, an entire career in one season, he's there as well. So he's looking quite good. Hmm.
2: And then their defense yeah. really showed up. They were really good.
1: Yeah. Yes, yeah, the defense has been, has been on the verge of being really good, but I think this was like a, a stepping-up party. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Should we talk about... What should we do next? Gent of the Week? Yeah. Should we do Gent
0: of the Week? Let's do, do Gent Gen of, Gen of the, week.
1: the Week. Okay, then. Say so let's not do Gent of the Week. No, no. no yeah,
4: let's,
0: let's do Okay, cool.
1: I thought you said let's not do it. It's
3: like Why? Josh Allen. Not that one. The oh, other God,
1: ones. yeah. We needed to explain that. Uh, well, then the other that being said... Currently where we're seeing it is very close and we will update you if it changes. Um, the four choices were Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, Josh Allen the one that plays for the Jags, and Nick Chubb. Uh, currently in last place is Nick Chubb. Uh, then we've got Jonathan Taylor and then it's it's very close between Josh Allen and James Conner. Josh Allen's on 34.6% of the votes and James Conner is currently in the lead with 35.8% of the votes. yeah. So, yeah. That was your choice Simon yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, James Conner The Cardinals have been using him really well As like a sort of goal line battering yeah. round To sort of just Alright we're close to the goal line We'll give it to him He can just barge his way through But they actually used him a bit more In like the open yep. field mm. And everything And he just Had a, an amazing yeah. game mm. It was great It was against the Niners It made <laughs> me really happy <laughs>
0: Thanks I mean it was it, it was yeah. kind of forced upon them to a certain extent. Because Chase Edmonds when Chase out. Edmonds went out early, I think he went out in the first series. Yeah. But James Connor just well he ran over us quite literally in Drake Kirkpatrick's situation. Um, I mean that was that was the low point of the evening. Watching Drake Kirkpatrick get run over. Yeah, it's not good. How are you feeling about the Niners, so? Oh yeah, loving life, Dan. It's great. <laughs> what's
1: what's your what's your general consensus on the team at the moment?
0: Oh, I don't know. I still don't think we're a bad team. Mm. I mean, you look at the roster; we're not a bad team. The off.
3: Are you referring to the roster or the injury list? Because I can't tell the difference.
0: You can't. I mean, you can't blame the injuries again. Yes, they're a factor, but you can't blame the injuries again. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is playing well this year. If you actually look at the games and watch the games, he played really well on Sunday. Yes, he threw an interception, but he was chasing the game, and it was the. I never understood the. Jimmy's not a good quarterback. Thing. Jimmy's not a great. Quarterback. He wasn't great
3: last year because he wasn't. He played was on one shit. foot most of the season. Yeah, it's it's difficult to play quarterback but on one foot. He's not. He's not bad. He's a decent yeah. quarterback. The, the
0: offense was more than functional on Sunday. I mean, we were moving the ball, and the first two decent series we put together where we were marching, we fumbled it. Kittle fumbled it, and then Ayuk fumbled it, and it killed two very effective to that point drives. Which then those means both, instead of it being 14-14 potentially, we were fourteen points down.
3: Yeah, I mean those are both unlikely guys to fumble it as yeah. well. You know, those are both fairly safe yeah, and, pairs of hands. It's <laughs> like a, a one in a million chance. Why you
0: fumbled that. it after making an insane catch. He just made made just, the mistake yeah. of getting up again. Um so, you know, the offence was functioning. The defence was appalling on Sunday. Mm. And it really was. that is kind of the season in, in microcosm to a certain extent. You know, we've had games where the the last time we played the Cardinals, the defense were balling out. They kept the Cardinals to 17 points, they kept Kyler Murray quiet, they were disciplined, they did their job. The offense didn't come to the party. We haven't got everybody to the party on the same day, in the same game, Carl Shanahan is making some frightened game decisions, it seems. There was a point in this game where we were down chasing the game. We were on their 38 and we punted it on 4th and 13. Marginal, but I'd like to have seen him go for it. Um, He's incidentally got the same record as Chip Kelly at the moment in terms of win Mm. percentage. 0.444 444. That's That was a nice stat to read on Monday morning um, I, I, I genuinely do not know I don't know whether it is actually Kyle Shanahan I don't think it is I don't know whether it's that we are Suffering from injuries I don't think it is It's a factor but you can't blame injuries Every team has injuries yeah, Especially when the team you're up against Was without their starting quarterback And one of the better receivers in the league yeah. as well you know, we've we've st- we've got no secondary. That is a huge problem. But mm. it's not like we're losing because we're giving up 50 points each week and scoring 48 points each week. You know, it's not working. There isn't anything I've seen that suggests there's a, a rift in the team anywhere. You know, they all still seem to be as on board as they have been the last few years. Mm. I I don't know what it is. I really do not know what it is, and the problem. I think, is that Carl Shanahan doesn't know what it is either. I don't think there's something that they could sit there and say this is what we need to fix because I don't think they know what it is that's broken.
1: Mm. That is a problem. Yeah. That this might have been the Trey Lance might have been his final like, right, we need to do this. And whether that's worked out or not worked out or how that's worked out or whether that's like in the future, it's there's a possibility he might not get the chance to figure that
0: problem out. Yeah, and there's there's a lot of noise. I mean, when you when you end up two years removed from a Super Bowl appearance and it's not going well, then the noise intensifies and a lot of it is still garbage. But there is a lot of noise at the moment about, well, maybe Trey Lance isn't Actually, the QB he wanted. And that's why he's not playing. Well, Matt Jones.
4: Shit.
0: Oh. Damn. It wasn't me. No, it was me. It was me me and I'll let it the, the The noise about which QB we've been taking has been there since the draft. And it's only getting louder because we're not winning games and Trey Lance isn't playing. But I still maintain Trey Lance isn't playing because... Kyle Shanahan knows Trey Lance isn't ready and he's not you know you, with the game he did play you could see it was a massively dumbed down offense for him he was flying by the seat of his pants for most of it anyway you know and and Kyle has always maintained when he's ready he'll play he's not ready and he's yeah. he's he's 100% been with that he's never wavered with it he's never he, he's never done a naggy. Um, but Nagy didn't have a choice to be fair you
1: know? I mean Carl Chandler Carl did exactly the same yeah. thing but you know it wasn't as you say Nagy being a cheerleader for Justin Fields I, I, it's, I, it wasn't matter it's, it's, it seems to be working out in the, in the long run as well yeah. although Matt Nagy hasn't done anything to help anyone yeah
0: but, yeah, but of course the, pr- the prime issue you have with a situation like this is because there then is so much noise coming from so many quarters about so many things, it starts to eat from the inside out and then people start believing things that perhaps normally they wouldn't believe and you know, it, it, you get undone from the inside out. So it's, it's going to be a, a rough ride through the end of the season and I, I wouldn't be surprised if... if Shanahan's gone by the end of the season. I don't think he should be, but I wouldn't be surprised if it happens.
1: James, if Shanahan goes, does he just immediately find a job somewhere else?
2: Um, yeah, because he, he, the, the, the thing that doesn't change with car Shanahan is the fact that his offensive design, the, the architecture of his offensive play hmm. and his play design, are, are still really, really high level. I think. That that's not in question. He 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 would walk into an OC job overnight, Mm. just because of how consistent he's been as an OC everywhere he's gone. Yeah, it's the Vic Fangio thing. Great DC, yeah, not a great coach. Wade Phillips as well. Same thing, exactly the same thing. Gary Kubiak, actually, bad example. Won a Super Bowl, but much better coordinator than as a head coach.
1: I suppose you start to wonder, like, is it worth? At some point, a team's going to figure out the whole. He's a great coordinator, but we need to bring him in as a head coach. Um. Um, and figure out a way of bringing a more player personnel focused guy in somehow. Whether that's like well, a. Surely there needs to be like a like a like a. Like a a different role set up so you could do that but yeah
2: the approach that um, the Chargers took when they recruited Anthony Lynn what you got to remember Anthony Lynn was I, I don't as far as I can remember I don't think he'd actually ever been a coordinator he'd never mm. really been a position coach yeah and the argument for that they maintained about selecting Anthony Lynn was that because he'd only ever been he hadn't been an OC ever been an OC or a DC and just been a position coach was that he was much more mired and focused in train in looking taking care of players. Hmm. He was constructing and maintaining the architecture of a scheme, and I think a lot of the things that you do as a position coach are more relevant. Being a head coach, you interact more with people, direct face to face, people development, hmm. and so i get i get i kind of get that i also think that it's probably a good idea if we start looking at things like special teams coaches as well because no offense to any special teams coach but i don't imagine that you spend month after month constructing how many different types of kickoff you're going to have or how many different punt formations you're going Mm. to have i would imagine that most of your job is about teaching perfect fundamentals to players who are basically backups and roster bubble guys so you spend a lot of time investing time in developing players and taking care of players and looking after sort of the soft fleshy thing that does the work for you (laughs) which i think Mm. is a really important skill to have when you're a head coach that's what should differentiate you from your coordinators your coordinators run these systems but you ultimately are the ultimate people manager
1: yeah it's it's We need to start dif- differentiating that, I think, um, and figuring out, again, make sure we've got like, a combination of the right people in the building. And I think that's what the Panthers have tr- at least tried to do, um, yeah. to a certain extent succeeded. Um, and I think it's what the Jets are on the cusp of doing. I don't think they've quite got the, the right mix in there yet. But if you've got to overpromote uh, a coordinator then you need to be prepared for surrounding them with people that know how to talk to people I think.
2: Yeah not necessarily
1: saying that's not what Carl Shanahan is, but it's um
2: I I think second yeah. time around he'll be probably a better coach than he is now. He's got
4: some
2: mm. of the the key attributes that you look for in a head coach and I and I particularly like the way he handles like the media and things like that. And I like the way yeah. that he's a quite a cool, calm, collected character actually. In what is essentially quite a high pressure, high profile job, being head coach of the Niners is not an easy thing to do. Mm. Um, So I think that if he isn't successful this time around in San Francisco, there's nothing to exclude him from trying to be a head coach further down the line. I mean, you know, Mm. he's shown potential, like Belichick showed potential in, in Cleveland. That's why he got the Patriots job. Because he mm. did at least show something while he was in Cleveland, and, and Carl's shown stuff in his time in San Francisco. So, if it all bombed out at the end of this season, and it was all over at the end of this season, there's still something there to say that further down the line he could make an excellent head coach. Mm. Books not written on him. I think there's more to come from him. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We should hurry up and manifest. <laughs> 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 well, maybe when he returns to coach, I don't know the the Seattle Seahawks in
4: 2040.
2: <laughs> after, after Pete Carroll's life support's finally switched off, um, then maybe we'll get to it. Yeah.
1: Uh, sorry. Ow. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm convulsing. What have you done, Simon? What have you done, James?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, just let's, pondering let's...
2: that for a moment. <laughs> what well, was switching off Pete Carroll's life support? Yeah. yeah you oh my both. God.
1: You guys are mean.
3: <laughs> he, he, um, he apparently would be quite happy to get
1: Odell Beckham. Apparently. Yeah,
0: because that would solve all your problems, wouldn't it, Phil? Yeah. Another wide exactly receiver. What we need.
1: Play safety. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Questions. <laughs> Bass says, "What the hell is happening?"
0: I <laughs> no idea, man. No idea. We are <laughs> right there with you. Is, is that yeah. is that a precursor to what he's thinking right now, whilst he's actually listening to this show when it's released? Or yeah. I mean, it's not <laughs> no, as, as, as it, then, probably
3: yeah. it's just putting up random pictures, making me laugh every five seconds because I couldn't stop myself. Yeah, well I... to...
2: Instead, I'm yeah. just talking about euthanasia and and, <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Um Josh
1: like? Hunter says, "Hashtag, sorry, Josh, I nearly didn't say it. Then, um, is there anything more repeatedly painful than being a Vikings fan? Every single week seems like they lose games in the most heartbreaking, crushing way. Uh, must take decades off your life.
2: I can't imagine being a Vikings fan. There is something worse. There is, is it being a Jets fan? It's the, it's the dizzying vertigo? <laughs> yeah, the dizzying vertigo, vomit-inducing state of being a Jets <laughs> fan. Absolutely, Phil. It's definitely took the words right out of my mouth to quote Meatloaf." Like,
4: no, yeah, I don't yeah. know,
0: because if you're a Jets fan, you come into each week knowing is you're going to get yeah. thumped. Yeah, there's no sort. Whereas with the Vikings, because it's the hope <laughs> that kills you, isn't it? And if you're a Vikings fan, you get taken to the edge most weeks and then pushed off.
2: This beautiful view, now die. <laughs> shove you off the cliff. I mean, yeah, the Vikings are the new Lions, yeah, in that regard, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, the Vikings do at least win more games than the Lions. Yeah, you know the Vikings so are the that? new
0: Chargers. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: And as if that wasn't um, bad enough, you've got to wear purple. Like purple. I don't mind the purple. No, it was nice to see the
1: purple. Purple off. doesn't look good no.
0: on anyone.
3: As a lifelong Lakers like... fan, I will I disagree with you vehemently.
2: I think the Ravens look pretty <laughs> badass as well. Mm. I'm more of a fan of the sort of the sort of warmer, redder sort of end of the purple spectrum sort of that kind of thing. I'm also quite keen on a, a sort of magenta. Magenta's quite a nice colour, but that sort of dark purple, no, no, I don't I don't I don't enjoy it.
3: I've always enjoyed the fact that Lakers call their purple forum blue. It's purple. Hmm. Forum blue. It's purple. It's purple. Well,
2: They're like, it's
3: purple. They
4: just being pretentious. pretentious. <laughs> it's it's
1: Um, Ryan McGuckin says who is the surprise good or bad team player and coach of the season so far so surprise surprise team then let's go around Cardinals Uh, there you go James Cardinals yeah
0: yeah I mean I Niners are a surprise (laughs) bad one Mm
4: hmm who
2: is
0: is. Niners
4: yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah Seconded Chiefs.
0: Washington. The
2: Chiefs are yeah, surprising.
3: I, I wouldn't think they'd be yeah, the this Chiefs, bad. Definitely. I could understand them coming back to the middle a little bit, but sinking to the bottom of mm. their division is a little mm. bit of a stretch in my brain. The Broncos have been a pleasant surprise. I've really enjoyed the Broncos this year. Don't say that. I'm not mm, cursed. I'm, I'm not yeah, the, they're they're it's they're the they're other they're ginger-bearded one you need to worry about.
2: Right? <laughs> I'm <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine the Raiders oh god the, oh god I think it's right, like the, Raiders were well. <laughs> the Raiders have been quite good up until this week the Raiders have been quite
3: good it's weird <laughs>
2: they got rid of John Gruden they got better <laughs> who knew we talk about team that isn't the Raiders please mm-hmm,
1: no <clears throat> Derek Carr's looked really good no, except for guess. this week <laughs> he was nearly my gent of the week just for the sheer amount of s- things he's had to deal with in press conferences this year and how he he's
3: does gone seem like it. a genuinely wonderful
2: perception. human being. Yeah. 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 he is, isn't he? He's very yeah. he's hard yeah. to dislike.
0: Yeah. i like his brother.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, his his brother's interesting. <laughs> Are you doing your Asda shop, Dan? No, sorry, I'm trying to work stuff out at the same time. Whenever I look down, it's just refreshing Twitter,
3: waiting for some Odell Beckham news. It's like, anything? No?
1: Yeah, Yeah, sorry. I will stop. It's annoying. You're
0: doing your rotor,
1: aren't you? No, no, it's just (laughs) uh, kind of, actually. (laughs) Um, I'll put it down. So... uh, then say so we've had surprise teams uh surprise player mm. i mean Derek carl's up there daniel jones ah yeah i'm i'm somewhat in love with daniel jones oh. Oh.
3: God. <laughs> i'm sorry is this going to be go a go bit go go like on. a the, more of a jet gladiators moment are we gonna have to
1: <laughs> no <laughs> Um, I, um, I, I'm slightly concerned I'm more of a curse than uh, than the boat than <laughs> the boat was so yeah but um, yeah so I, I do apologise but Daniel Jones is, is a player I, I really like I think he's been playing very well uh, I kind of go with that, Daniel Jones is, is up there definitely um, Matt Jones I'm try and surprised, surprised else. me because I genuinely like,
3: didn't see him being this good at all because he, no. he came out of college. No, I think like, agree with that. Bang average, like a, like a Colt McCoy mm. or something along those lines. <laughs> and it actually turns out he's
1: fairly decent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think, has played better. He's than playing than a bit expect- more like
3: old Carson Wentz. He's not fully back to yeah. that, but he's getting there. It's almost like he's recovering from injuries or something.
1: Do, do you think Carson Wentz is playing well, James, or, or that it was
2: expected that he'd play well? I think he was always going to perform to a higher level, being with someone he's comfortable in, Frank Reich. I think the results are still a mixed bag. He still suffers from some of the things he suffered with at Philadelphia, only to a lesser degree. I think he, 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 he is slowing down a bit, which is good to see. He's not rushing through things quite as much as he was through the first few games that he played this season. But, but the old Carson Wentz bad habits do occasionally creep back in. His, his, his throwing process will speed up in the pocket because he's got a long, loopy throwing motion, which is not a crime. Um, lots of quarterbacks do. Um, but... Um, the shoots of recovery are there. I just, I, I, I will believe it when he can string together six or seven really good performances without reverting back to mm. those bad behaviours, those things that do my head in about Carson. Because uh, Carson, Wentz playing at a high level, is is as good as it gets. Yeah, he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah,
1: I think I think he's been better than expected, though. I think yeah, expected.
2: expected. I thought I thought he mm. just, he, I thought he was going to be that guy for the rest of his career
1: yeah yeah i I don't disagree with that um player that's played worse than expected then
2: sorry sorry and coach of the season so far so worse than expected tom brady um whoa (laughs)
1: okay
3: okay (laughs) yeah yeah it's not been yeah, no idea Anything here. like he was last season. I don't know what's happened there. No. Not even like it's a change of coaching yeah, or anything it? else. It's just immediately dropped off a cliff.
1: Yeah. Um, coach of the season so far? Vrabel? Vrabel was going to be up there, definitely. Uh
3: Kingsbury Yeah, Kingsbury's a good show Mm.
1: Yeah and I think he kind of proved that he is Worthy of
2: that This week when he had Colt McCoy as his quarterback Rather than Kyler Murray I think you can kind of make a case For Bill Belichick
1: (laughs) Yeah
2: A bit That team is not a great team
0: Mm. (laughs) What about Brandon Staley Yeah it's working on the field, and mm. he is handling himself beautifully off the field. I, I mean, his press conferences, some of his responses should be printed and stuck on T-shirts. <laughs> I'd imagine they probably are somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure it's they probably are.
2: Isn't it? Because if at the end of the awards season we have an award for press, press, conference of the press conference performer of the year, how do we decide between Derek Carr and Brandon Staley? How do we decide? Yeah, it's a tough one. Fight.
3: <laughs> they're, no, they're no, they're too nice. Fight. The Fight. Would want to.
1: uh,
3: <laughs> it would just be a hug yeah, it would off. take
1: forever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who's going to break the hug
4: first?
1: <laughs> oh, that'd be fun to watch, There, yeah. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, I think coach of the season for me probably is Cliff Kingsbury. With the potential of Sean Payton, not yeah. Sean Payton. actually
2: Sean Payton as well for that matter,
1: but um, Sean McVay is what I meant.
2: I, I think. I think. Actually, if we're honest with ourselves, yeah. What coach has turned made chicken salad out of chicken poo more successfully than Sean Payton this year? Yeah. How dare you!
1: No, it's not. It's not an insult. Like, look at look at what they look like without him. he have got
3: Trevor Simeon now. It's much. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, they didn't throw like many successful deep shots either because I was going with the Simeon mobile deep threat. But whatever, I didn't didn't it was it was a long winded joke. Anyway, um we're gonna move on. <laughs> so uh, that's that's that question answered, thank you, Ryan. Uh we have then the Thursday night game.
0: Oh yeah, football.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, actual football. Let's talk about football. Uh, We've got the Ravens and the Dolphins. I don't want to spend too long on this, guys, That's I'll be Dolphins. honest. Uh, the... Uh, no. Both coming in off a successful victory against vaunted opponents, opponents that are roughly the same level as them. The Minnesota Vikings gave the Ravens a game and arguably probably should have won if not for some uh, anemic play calling in, the, in overtime that let the Ravens in, particularly with their kicker, Justin Tucker. The Miami Dolphins defeated the um, troublesome Houston Texans, who actually put up a bit of a fight for most of the game, sadly, but um, they did manage away to, to come away with a victory. There's a possibility Tua doesn't actually start in this one again. He was a surprise scratch in the last game. Um, I mean, James, is there any way the Dolphins can, can actually take this one?
2: It would require a feat of quite a feat of skill and it would require the, the defense to just be, play absolutely lights out yeah. um, the offensive performance from both teams in that Texans-Dolphins games was vomit inducing at points, it was, it was horrific some of the most comedy in a bad way interceptions I've seen all year my, my particular favourite was the Tyler Taylor one where he's running out of bounds and for no apparent reason flips the ball and it travels three yards and then, you know, it, it's intercepted and, and I just sat there <laughs> going, did <laughs> you really do that? But anyway, that gives you some idea of, of the standard of, of offensive play and the Dolphins were not much better mm. and I get, and they they won the game by default and I don't see that the Dolphins, even with Brissett, a much better a prospect. They, they'll be spunky, they'll be organised but ultimately what you're looking at is you're looking at that offense going against Don Martindale's next incarnation of his defense, which is still just as terrifying, just as inventive and creative in simulating and sending pressure. And it's going to cause them all kinds of problems, even before you get to the offense, which I'll let someone else talk about. because I mean,
1: yeah. So, so just quickly on the defense. That defense is going to... Have issues I think against some of the better offenses in the league. they are not up against the better one of the better offenses in the league nope. and if they call blitzes the amount of times they call blitzes in previous games, that offensive line's just really gonna struggle yeah it's gonna be a problem it is statistically the worst offensive line in the league. I understand
0: mm there are it's not good there are three of the five tied for most pressures conceded mm. so far this season yeah It's so over half your line and they're all at the top of the list, something like 169 or something crazy yeah that's not ideal is it no, <laughs> no. so
1: the one saving grace the Dolphins do have is that their defence is reasonably good mm. um, and He's reasonably feisty and can cause problems. I mean, are they good enough to cause problems against this
0: Ravens offence, though? No, I don't think so. I, no. the, the, the thing, even if they got their scheme absolutely on point and every player to a man played out of their skins, the thing that seems to be lacking with Miami this year and we touched on it a couple of weeks ago on the offensive side of the ball is discipline and the one thing you have to be if you're going to beat Baltimore is discipline I don't mean discipline in terms of getting into fights and, and mm. poking people in the eye discipline in doing what you're supposed or, to be doing yeah. at any given time
4: Yeah.
0: and if you're not disciplined against the Ravens Lamar Jackson is going to tear you a new one yeah yeah I think you're probably right
1: what do you reckon Phil
3: even if the Dolphins defence does a good job in this game I have Mm. zero faith in their offence to put up enough points against the Ravens for it to make a difference the Ravens could win on field goals alone they could just get to just past the halfway line no we didn't get a touchdown we got Justin Mm. Tucker It's fine. That's three points on the board. (laughs) And as Simon was saying, that that if the Dolphins lose concentration, Lamar Jackson will tear you apart because he'll either he's proved that he can throw accurately this year. He's proved he can throw it wherever he wants to. But if you've got that covered, it's not going to matter because he'll just run through you instead.
1: here's a fun stat the dolphins are 30th in yards gained and 30th in yards against them as well so that's just not good in any way shape or form um they uh uh, they're up against a a team that just manages to just break off chunk yards very very easily I, I, I kind of agree for it. I I think this game is going to come down to the fact that the, the the Dolphins just can't keep up with what the Baltimore Ravens are managing to put on the field. Like they, they just can't keep up with just how often they're going to score, how many yards they're going to put up, and I think it will be very much a ridiculous time of possession. There's for the a
3: good chance with Miami's offense as well that the Ravens are going to end up basically playing most of their game most of the game in that half anyway because Miami's offence will probably go yeah. three and out quite a lot. They'll punt it but they've already have been started on their ten yard line. Baltimore ends up with the ball on the halfway line yeah. half the time. And apparently that's within Tucker's so range. Yeah.
1: So um, <laughs> the Ravens are second in yards gained as well. I think this is only going to go one way. Uh let's see what you guys think though about this one. Uh Duncan's got the Ravens winning. 30 to 13. I have the Ravens winning as well. Probably roughly the same. I think I'll go 31 to 14. Just 1 point in difference really. Uh James, where are you going with this one? Uh 37-10 to
2: the Ravens. Okay.
0: Uh Simon? Handily the Ravens, I think. Uh Forty
3: five ten. Nice. Uh Tim? What's Tim's gone, gone thirty one ten to the Ravens.
1: Nice. I went and to Phil? the Ravens thirty to ten. Nice. Clean sweep from the Ravens, so congratulations, Miami. Um it's we've been reasonably good on the Thursday night games. Unless we're good on everything else though, I think, this season. Yeah, let's not look at last week. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was terrible last week definitely agree with that
1: right i got your score didn't i james
2: you yeah, did right. absolutely
1: double check for some reason I, I, I had a complete blank there right we are going to head off if you want to contact us hit us up on twitter it's just @acridine_gents. gents if you want to email us chats, at com. do not forget to come join the discord it's the pinned tweet on our twitter account which is just acridine gents Uh, You can come join in fun have lots of conversations about all kinds of fun things. I swear it's fun. Uh, Phil, if people want to contact you, where can they get hold of you?
3: Uh, Anywhere Simon is
1: usually saying something to try and annoy him. You guys are so sweet together. That's crazy. Uh,
3: But also on Twitter, Hmm. at Phil Knuckles, (laughs) on the Discord and everything else. Just look for that
1: name. You're kind of implying that probably be me but when you say where wherever simon is that like you literally mean wherever simon is he does oh yeah physically he follows me around
0: yeah
1: yeah
0: i mean yeah it's a bit concerning got restraining orders and all sorts
1: (laughs) thank you for joining us anyway phil uh we will be not a problem thank you for having me no worries we will be back in a couple of days to talk about the remaining games of week 10 guys Hmm. week 10 10 crazy anyway thank you for listening and a sleepy time review as well don't forget that Um, thanks for listening back in a couple of days